Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 249. The Summer Guest Fest has arrived, and this year we've decided since summertime is the easiest time of year to get distracted from your business, the kids are home from school, vacation is on the horizon, there's so much going on that can keep you from moving forward towards your goals that we wanna do everything possible to keep you on track and inspire you to keep moving forward towards accomplishing your big dream. So for the next two months, we're gonna be offering you at least two special guest episodes episodes each and every week. We hope you enjoy the extra value, the added inspiration, and a little extra urge of motivation to keep on going. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to be here today with Christina Nicholson to school us on how to get our small businesses focused and featured on national TV. Christina, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Yeah, super excited to have you here. So I'm going to tell our listeners a little bit about you, and then we'll go ahead and dive right in. Okay. So Christina is a former TV reporter and an anchor who's still telling stories, but instead of doing it for newscasts, she's doing it to help small businesses grow. With her business, Media Maven, she helps entrepreneurs earn exposure through media relations, video production, writing, and blogging. She recently launched her Master Your PR course, which teaches small business owners how to handle public relations on their own if they don't have a few extra thousand dollars a month to hire an agency. Christina also monetizes a a local lifestyle and family blog called Mascara Maven. She lives in South Florida with her husband and two young children. So Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm excited to talk to you. Definitely. Well, I think one of the big things, you know, that's important about building a successful online business is that you're always working on positioning. You're always working on building your brand and establishing yourself as an authority and as a credible leader in your field. And I can't think of a better way to do that than getting yourself on television. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it is so important to be known as the go-to person in your industry. Brand awareness is everything. And when it comes to media exposure, it is definitely the quickest and most effective way to reach your target audience. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I love that. So um, we'll spend a little bit of time today talking about kind of what you do from the standpoint of actually getting people placed. But then I'd also like you to share some tips and some strategies for individuals that maybe want to get started either doing this themselves or or having a team member um, work on doing it. So walk me through a little bit of what goes into getting featured on TV today. You know, how does that process go? How long is the follow-up? You know, what does all that look like? Well, I think the biggest thing small business owners need to keep in mind is it is not the media's job to promote you. So I know when I was in TV as a reporter and anchor, a lot of the pitches I got, not only from small business owners, but from publicists at public relations firms, they were looking for a free commercial for themselves or for their client. And the media is not going to give you that. They're going to send you to sales so you can buy an advertisement. So what you need to keep in mind when you're trying to earn media exposure is you need to ask yourself, how am I going to serve this outlet's audience? How can I help them with my expertise. And I can give you a couple of examples where that worked for, for some local small business owners and entrepreneurs here where I live in South Florida. Um, a few years ago when one of the Glee stars, Corey Monteith, 
um, died of an overdose. That was a big national story, but everybody was covering that locally. So we needed a local addiction expert. And I'm not sure how we got this expert. I'm not sure if we did a Google search to find him or if he was very proactive and saw the opportunity to earn himself exposure in his in his realm of expertise. But somehow I got this local addiction expert to talk about the comeback of heroin and how it was an 80s drug, but now it's it's making a comeback in 2014 or 15 or whenever this happened. So the best piece of advice I can give to small business owners or entrepreneurs is to find a way to share your expertise in a way that it helps others. Obviously it helps you earning that exposure, that never hurts, but you are not going to earn that exposure unless you are helping others and you're doing it in a newsworthy way. So for example, in that case, that was national news, everybody was covering it. It's not hard to insert yourself into something like that. So it all comes back to, okay, how can I insert myself into this news? How can I make myself newsworthy? Is this a free commercial or is this actually something that people are going to care about watching and learning and will they be entertained by it? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. So very much like copywriting, inserting yourself in the conversation that's already taking place in the market and finding a way to add value. Um, I love that. So um, when you are, you know, working with one of your clients, uh, tell us a little bit about the process that you typically go through um, to get them that first placement. The first question I ask every client is, what is your goal? Where do you want to be? Because so many people will say, oh, I just want media coverage. I just, you know, want to be featured in all these places. But there are so many media outlets today. I mean, go outside of TV, newspapers, magazines. Almost everybody has a blog. There's tons of podcasts. So you need to really pick where you want to be. And you determine that by where your audience is. So what is your end goal? What do you want the publicity for? Do you want to grow your email list? Do you want more people walking in the, the door of your brick and mortar store? Do you want more people visiting your Etsy shop online? You need to determine what your end goal is. And based on that, that is where you determine where you want to be. And after we determine where you want to be, we say, okay, well, what are we going to pitch them? You can't just pitch them yourself and give them a sales pitch. This isn't sales. This is earned media. It is free. And that means so much more than an advertisement because it's worth three times more, even mm -hmm. though you're not paying for it. Just because it's like, it's like a third party endorsement. They are choosing to put you on their air or in print or online. So that means they think highly of you. Right. So after you determine what your goal is, and you break that down to where you want to be before you do any pitching. I say, do your research, know who you're pitching. Mm -hmm. um, if you, if you want to be on the local 11 AM newscast in your hometown or where you live, then you need to know what kind of guests they bring on there and what, what topics they talk about, who the anchors are, because it means so much more when you receive, when you do go to pitch that person, when that person receives a personalized pitch, mm -hmm. I know, when I was in TV, 
I never got a personalized pitch. It was very obvious. I was one of 500 people receiving the same thing at the same time. And I can tell you, if I ever got a pitch that said, hey, Christina, I saw you did this story the other day. Based on that, you may be interested in what I'm doing over here. I mean, it makes a world of difference and it doesn't happen very much. And it doesn't happen much because it's time consuming. Like it takes a lot of time to research who you want to pitch and how you want to pitch them, but it's very strategic and it makes a big difference. So before I even start the pitching process, I do all of that. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. And I mean, I, I think the same rules apply to building relationships and, you know, leveraging, you know, networking opportunities and, and you know, connecting with people in general. You know, I think that it's the customization and the specificity that really makes the impact. Um, so it's not so much the quantity, but the quality of what you're doing and, and whether it's going to really matter to the person that you're sending it to, right? It, that's 100% correct. And it's sad that it doesn't happen as much as it does. But I mean, you said it, it's definitely um, quality over quantity. But I feel like we live in a world where like vanity metrics right. are looked at more. And it just all comes back to being strategic. Like, would you rather be featured in 100 blogs that nobody reads? Or would you rather get that one spot in Forbes? Right. It's all about being strategic. And you'll get a lot further if you're strategic. Right. Definitely. Definitely. So what are some of your favorite success stories in terms of clients that you've been able to help get featured and then how it impacted their business or, you know, their, their ability to leverage new high-level relationships? Um, I think one of my favorite success stories, and I say, I, I pick this one just because my client didn't have a big budget. Um, they were a startup. It was like their, their side business because both of these guys that created a running app, it was an app where like Kelly, you and I live in different cities, but we want to run together. So this app kind of has us running together virtually. So I know how fast you're going and where you are and, and you know the same with me. So that was their app. It was a side hustle. They had full-time jobs outside of it. So they didn't have a big budget. They weren't monetizing it, but they wanted exposure to monetize it. And I'm a big believer in, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it's your story that you have to tell. And one of the guys who created the app, he used to weigh, I think like 400 pounds and he lost half of his body weight running. So instead of pitching the app, because it's a fitness app that may work on some platforms, but to get the big media, I wanted to tell his story. Like, look at this guy who lost over 200 pounds and he did it by creating something that didn't exist. And now he's sharing it with everybody. So with his story, I got him, he was based in Washington, D.C., which is a top 10 market. I got him on the ABC station there, coming in for a sit-down interview live, talking about his story, talking about his app. From there, um, I got him in the Washington Post, the Chicago Tribune, and then the Today Show. He had, um, a, the, the Today Show came out and shot video of him running, talking about his app. So he got a lot of ex exposure there. And, um... Not too long after that, well, actually it was a while after that, it was almost a year after that, he got his number one goal, which was runner's world. He said, that's where everybody is. I want to be in runner's world. That's where our audience is. And I started pitching runner's world in October because that's when I started working with the client. They did not get that feature in runner's world until the following August. So almost a year later. And I like to tell this story because so many people think, 
when they start pitching themselves to earn PR or they hire somebody, it's going to happen right away. And it does not happen like that. You are, when, when you're doing your own media relations specifically, you are in it for the long haul. It is all about timing. You can right. pitch somebody who's have maybe they're having a bad day that day. Maybe they don't care about what you, what you have to say that day. Maybe something happens in the next three months and all of a sudden they're interested in what you do. Or maybe something happens locally or nationally that piques their interest and they want to go back and revisit you. Right. Um, it's, it's all about timing and, and it, all the other media features help get you to where you want to be. Because before they were on the Today Show, I pitched the Today Show and I didn't hear anything. But after the Today Show saw their feature in the Washington Post, then all of a sudden they were more interested. Right. And I have an, another similar story um, with a client I got featured on the Rachel Ray Show. He had a baby product and I sent it. I pitched Rachel Ray because a lot of times they have moms on who, who try different products. And I didn't hear anything from Rachel Ray. And then all of a sudden... Months later, the creator of the product calls me and he's like, we were just on Rachel Ray. And I'm like, no, you weren't because I pitched them and I never heard anything back. And he was like, no, no, we were on Rachel Ray. And it's like, obviously he knows it's his product. He would know if he was on Rachel Ray. And so I got into contact and I was like, hey, guys what happened? I pitched you this. I never heard anything. And then you're putting it on the show. Like, like fill me in, keep me in the loop. And they said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that. We thought it was cool, but we just like, you know, we put it on a shelf and said, we'll get back to it later. But then we saw it on this website and the website was trend hunter, which to be honest, my client wasn't impressed getting on trend hunter. He was like, we want to focus on moms. We want to target moms. I don't know how many moms are looking at this website about gadgets and gizmos, but somebody from Rachel Ray saw it there and it reminded them, oh yeah, we have that product on our shelf. So let's put this on our show. Gotcha. And I like to tell, I like to tell both of those stories because one, it shows that it's all about timing and it's not going to happen right away. And two, no media hit is too small. So even if it's not what you were going for, you never know who's going to see it and what's going to come out of it. Yeah. So true. So true. I love that. Those are, those are great stories. So what made you decide, Christina, to switch from being, you know, behind the desk to then wanting to help people get placed on television? Okay. So I never thought about going into PR. I never studied PR. I never took a public relations class or anything. I always wanted to be in TV. So I was a reporter and anchor for 10 years. And ultimately, what pushed me to leave the industry was because I needed more freedom and I needed more flexibility. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And when I left news, um, my son was just um, a few months old, probably four, five, six months old. And my daughter was two. And I live in South Florida. My parents are in Ohio. My in-laws are in Canada. So working a schedule like you work in TV where it's early mornings, it's weekends, it's holidays, it's late nights, it's not family friendly. And my husband works full time in the golf business. So he's also working early mornings and on right. holidays and on weekends. And it's, it's not being, if, if we weren't parents, it would be no problem. Right. But you know, you, you have these other schedules and these two other, you know, little guys to take care of. So I said, you know what, I'm going to get out of the business. I'm going to get into PR. Um, just because I guess a lot of people in journalism, they go back and forth between the two because they are related. And I felt like I was seeing so many publicists 
have it was very clear they had no idea how the media worked. They never worked in media right, and they were right. They were so off with their pitches. So I thought, okay, I know how the other side works. So I feel like I have that extra something to, to get in there. Not to mention I had a lot of contacts, you know, everybody knows everybody in this business. It's small. So, you know, having those relationships already is very helpful. So I, I worked at a PR firm for six months and I left after six months, not so much because of the job, more because of the boss. I think, you know, when a lot of people leave their jobs, yeah. it's because of the boss, not necessarily the job. I, I was definitely in that situation. And one day something happened and I was like, oh my gosh, why am I not doing this on my own? And it was when one client that I took care of, and I did everything for this client, came in to pay his monthly retainer. And his monthly retainer was $4,500. And he was one of six clients I was doing everything for. And what he paid in one month, I wasn't even making in one month, taking care of him times yes, six up. Yes, so I yes. said, why am I doing all of this work for all of these people and getting a fraction yeah. of what they're paying? So I said, why don't I just do this on my own? That's like it's it. a service-based industry. I don't need a whole bunch of capital or inventory to do it. It's it's my time and expertise. So I said, screw this boss thing. I'm going to be my own boss and work mm -hmm. from anywhere, anytime and do the work I want to do. So um almost two years later, here I am. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, that's exactly why I started my business. I was making this company millions and millions of dollars. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm teaching people how to do sales. I'm teaching people how to do marketing I'm teaching people how to grow. They're doubling and tripling their incomes. There's a whole lot of people I could be helping out there. And, uh, you know, multiples of what you're taking home. So no, that's great. And, and it's good for people to hear that because everyone should have that confidence in themselves, you know, that, you know, as you develop your expertise and when you have a set of skills, there's a lot of different ways that they can be applied. You know, you don't want to just look in the line of sight of what you were doing, but how that can then be used to help other people. And, you know, obviously that, that opens up that freedom and flexibility door for them. So that's great. So, Christina, I know now that you have some clients that you do the actual work for, and then you also have the new course, which is focused on entrepreneurs that maybe don't have the budget to hire you, but want to actually have themselves or their teams do this work. So talk to me a little bit about like what the system and process needs to look like in order to be successful, kind of taking what you're teaching in the course and implementing it. Like who would be the right candidate for that type of course? And then tell us a little bit about like what they're going to learn, what they're going to get when they enroll in that program. Okay. Well, actually I never thought, I mean, I didn't know anything about online business. I never thought of creating an online course, but I was finding through my business development, which I, I totally hate by the way. Um, I, I always thought, okay, well, I'm just going to do this PR thing on my own and do all the work for clients. And then I realized, oh crap, I actually have to get the clients. And I hate the sales part of, of my job, but as a reality, that's what you have to do when, when you own your own business. And I was finding, I think, I don't know if my targeting was off or what, but a lot of these people that I was talking to were like, oh yeah, we love that. We need that. We totally need PR. How's 500 a month? And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, that's not going to work because the average cost of somebody just handling media relations for you is like 
at least 2,500, I would say. Mm-hmm. In, in most in most bigger sized cities, it's at least 2,500 a month. And a lot of these people could not afford that. They wanted and needed the exposure, but they couldn't pay for it. So I said, you know what? Let me just teach you how to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll teach you what I do for clients. I'll just tell you all about it, give you the ins and the outs, and you do it yourself. Because when you can't afford to do something, you have to find the time to do it yourself. And I think everybody who started a business knows this. Um, So that's when I got the idea to create an online course. And I basically tell you everything I would do for you if you were my client, starting from how to find your story, like stop pitching yourself like you're the best things and sliced bread because everybody thinks that and that's just not the case. Um, And even if you were, you still got to make that newsworthy. Um, So it's all about, I teach you how to find your story, how to find the media, how to pitch them, how to follow up, how to turn one media hit into another and leverage it to get more exposure. And then I go a little bit beyond media relations. Now, media relations is the biggest part, just because I feel like when a lot of people seek out PR, that's that's what they're looking for. But I also talk about the importance of writing and blogging and how you need to promote yourself as an expert by being a contributor to these different online publications and um, the importance of blogging on your website site and using SEO. So people find that blog, not just blogging for the sake of blogging, but so people can find you when they are searching for your, your expertise and what you are knowledgeable about. Um, and then, you know, we go into video, the importance of using video, especially today in 2017, it's vital to use video. And that's something I love, you know, coming from, from TV. That's why I was in TV and I wasn't a print reporter because I love the storytelling mm-hmm. with the sound and the picture and the images. So it kind of breaks down everything. The main part is media relations. And I wanted to be sure, you know, it's not one size fits all. So every month I have a group coaching call with everybody who gets in, in the course and we can talk about specifics, like about your business and what you're going through. Cause I think that's really important. Um, and then there's a Facebook group, Kelly, I know in your, in your course, you also have have a Facebook group. And I think that's so important because you're not only learning from the person who created the content, but you're learning from other people who are in your same shoes. And I think that's so important because they're in your same shoes at the same time. You're going through the same thing at the same time. And it's a perfect opportunity for learning and growing and sharing information. And I just, from being in a couple of courses already, I have built amazing relationships and found accountability partners and bounced ideas off of people that are also in the course. So I definitely wanted to include that. So you don't just learn from me, but you learn from other small business owners as well. Yeah, no, that's great. That's excellent. So, you know, I think that it's, you know, I I think a lot of newer small business owners are looking for a way to increase their credibility and their authority. A lot of people are changing from one career to another, just like you did. And, you know, certainly getting that first placement um, somewhere that you can then use to generate additional radio interviews, podcast interviews, television spots, blog opportunities um, can be incredibly valuable as an asset, as a tool um, to use in your business. Not so much, it's not so much about the result that you get from that one appearance. It's about that tool that you now have 
for marketing in your business from that point forward in so many different facets from the visitors to your website to every outbound pitch that you send for any other piece of publicity that you want to achieve to building relationships with influencers and so much more. So I think that the the course is definitely an incredibly valuable thing, um, you know, that's available to small business owners now. So um, I know you have a great ebook that people can download to get started kind of learning the ins and outs. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Christina? Yeah. So I created this ebook. It's just a small portion of what is in my course and it's all about media relations. And it's, you know, we touched on a lot of topics about why you need to have a story and how you can find yours and how to pitch the media. And then when you are on TV, what you should wear, because it's not always dressed up. You shouldn't always dress up. Like if you are a chef, you should be wearing your apron and a chef hat. Mm-hmm. Like you want to definitely be branded. So um, I put a lot of that information into an ebook and I want to give it to your listeners for free. So if they go to mediamavenandmore.com slash unstoppable, they can download that ebook for free. It's about 41 pages. I share some success stories and different tips, tricks, and strategies to start earning media exposure. And again, that's at mediamavenandmore.com slash unstoppable. That's awesome. So what would be kind of just some parting advice, Christina, that you would give to the listeners today that are like, oh, you know, I want to make this work for me. I want to, you know, get this kind of exposure. What's kind of the mindset or or the the kind of parting wisdom that you would leave people with? I think if, if we're going to talk about mindset, I think this is your business this is what is going to pay your bills. You need to stop caring about what other people are going to think and just put yourself out there. I feel like a lot of people, they care too much. Oh, well, what if I do this and it doesn't work? Okay. If you do it and it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And then you do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think you you need to put yourself out there, promote yourself, because if you cannot hire somebody to promote you, then you need to be doing it yourself. So put yourself out there, promote yourself, earn that media exposure. And then after you earn that exposure, tell everybody you earn the exposure. Put that logo on your website, on your marketing materials, because it really does increase your credibility, your brand awareness, and that's what grows your business. So I guess my parting piece of guidance is to not be afraid to self-promote. Be a shameless self-promoter and put yourself out there. Yeah. So important and so necessary to grow a successful business. So I think that's great advice for everybody. Uh, Thank you so much, Christina. You offered some excellent insight today and, and some really valuable tips for our listeners. So definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kelly. You got it. All right. For all of our listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with myself and Christina today. If you heard something of value, if you heard something that you know could make a difference for another entrepreneur or aspiring one, make sure you share this episode with at least one or two people today that you know it can make an impact for. Thanks so much for being a part of our community. And if you haven't already, make sure that you text in IGNITE to 44222 so that you can start receiving our two-minute tips that will change your life each and every Friday. Thanks so much. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.